The prophetic sermon broadcast is sponsored by The Service Club for all your interior cleaning and painting needs. Call The Service Club at 513-406-8201, 513-406-8201, and ask for Alvin Scales. The Service Club is fully insured. The Service Club, a clean job from start to finish. 1320 AM, WCBG, Covington, Cincinnati, and 1320thevoice.com. This is The Voice of Cincinnati. Welcome in to the Prophetic Sermon Broadcast with your host, Minister Alvin Scales. And now, let's join in to today's program. Well, praise God. It is a blessing and an honor to be here before you and with you today on this radio broadcast. Today, I want to get right into this word that God has chosen for this particular day and time. It's called 2,000 plus years of coverage. Uh, my opening scripture is Isaiah chapter 53 in its entirety, verses 1 through 12, which reads this. Who hath believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness, and when we shall see him, there is not beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. Oh, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his shearers is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment, and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken, and 
he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. When thou shalt make his soul an offering for sin, he shall see his seed. He shall prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. He shall see the travail of his soul and shall be satisfied. By his knowledge shall my righteous servant justify many, for he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore will I divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bare the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Thank you, Jesus, for what you did for all of mankind. People of God, it was the greatest thing that anyone could have done for someone that they love. Jesus Christ loved us so much that he fulfilled the will of his Father, the Almighty God, and took the punishment for mankind that we are deserving of so that he could reconcile us back to God. Jesus took our sins and our just due punishment and opened not his mouth. He knew what his purpose was and why the Father sent him. What a perfect way to show his love for you and I. The Bible says that greater love hath no man than this, that a man would lay down his life for a friend. People of God, I'm talking about 2,000 plus years of coverage. Stay with me. The opening scriptures let us know that he died among the wicked and with the rich in his death, and yet there was no violence or sin in him. 1 Peter 2 and 20. 2 and 24 lets us know that he bare our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, being dead to sins, should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. What a mighty God we serve, that he would sacrifice his only begotten son so that we who are unworthy and undeserving could be freed and forgiven for our sins and restored to right standings with God. People of God, the love of God is so true, it's pure, and it's unconditionally dispensed to all of mankind. And this sermon is about what took place as a result of the death and resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and what that sacrifice meant for us all. It will also show to us who is covered because of this sacrifice and how long it took for the Lord to manifest this coverage over you and I. This, again, is 2,000-plus years of coverage. Now, right where you and I can reach it in this modern world we live in, we live by the coverage of insurance. 
Uh-huh. There is insurance for just about everything you could think of. There is life insurance, but this does not insure our lives unto eternity. In fact, life insurance only becomes effective when we die. There is insurance for our health, but this does not guarantee we will have good health. Health insurance is used when we have developed health issues, but not all health issues are covered by our health insurance. In fact, many claims are denied, therefore making some health insurance ineffective. Health insurance also does not cover and is not connected to our salvation when our spiritual health is failing. Homeowners are required to have insurance to cover any and all claims for liability that the homeowner would be responsible for. Businesses also are required to carry liability insurance. I myself as a general contractor are, uh, also has to carry liability insurance. There's mandatory vehicle insurance that the state says we must have in order to operate a motor vehicle. But these forms of insurance are not the driving force for salvation. There is insurance for mailing packages and items at the post office, but this does not ensure the delivery of our prayers to the ears of God. There is insurance for our pets, but it does not keep our pets alive. There is insurance for employees in case of injuries while on the job, or we may become unemployed for qualifying reasons that must be determined by the state. We can even have insurance on other people, but this does not insure or secure their lives, even for eternity. How many people have heard of or are insured by the Hartford Insurance Company? I'm going somewhere with this. How many of you ever heard of the Hartford Insurance Company? Well, let me give you some knowledge. The Hartford Insurance Company is the longest-running insurance company in the United States of America. It was actually founded in the year 1810, and most of us here today, people listening today, are not covered by this insurance company. Now, in Christ Jesus, we don't need to or rely on insurance because in Christ, we have assurance when we accept salvation. Now, the word assurance is from the root word assure, which means to make sure or certain or to affirm, to ensure, to convince. And so assurance is the act of assuring. It's about promise. It's about self-confidence and presumption. And with the blessed insurance that we have in Christ because of his sacrifice for our sins, we can be sure that our lives are insured for eternal life according to the promises of God. And guess what? We don't need to pay any premiums for this blessed assurance. The songwriter wrote, Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchased of love, born of his spirit and washed in his blood. Oh, thank you, Lord. While the Hartford Insurance Company has been 
covering people for more than 200 years. Jesus has given us 2,000 plus years of coverage. Now, think about this for a moment. We are living 2,000 plus years after the death and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So therefore, we are living in the age of the New Testament under the New Covenant. But the work that Jesus did has brought about coverage unto every generation. See, the finished work of Christ that has ensured us with eternal life cannot be changed. It cannot be bought out. It cannot be bankrupted or even canceled. The work has been completed because Jesus himself said, it is finished. The coverage which brings about our salvation is in place never to be removed. And in this, we have assurance because as it tells us in Hebrews 13 and 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. So this new covenant of salvation is operating under the lifespan of God, and that is everlasting. It was more than 2,000 years ago when Christ died and sacrificed his life for us in order to redeem us and deliver us from the stronghold of the enemy. And on that very day that Jesus died was the day the coverage began because Christ Jesus on that day crucified all of our sins in his body, whether they were past, present, or future. And God had preordained this coverage. Now, the coverage that I'm talking about that covers you and I, this 2,000 plus years of coverage is the blood of Jesus Christ. This is that coverage that we are covered by. And the blood of Jesus covers all, including those who have lived before us and have gone on, as well as all who are alive today. It covers those of us who believe and even those of us who don't believe. The blood covers all the sins of mankind in which we have all been partakers of. The blood of Jesus has destroyed the works of sin in our lives and opened the door to salvation and to eternal life. But we must accept this coverage just like we have to accept any other form of insurance. Can we even begin to imagine the number of generations that have been covered by the blood of Jesus? Can we even begin to count the number of individual people that have been covered by the blood of Jesus or the lives that have been saved as a result of accepting this coverage, which is in the blood of Jesus? Our minds cannot begin to calculate how many souls have been and are currently covered by the blood of Jesus. Even today, as there are more than six trillion people living on this earth, the blood of Jesus covers us all. All are covered, but just like that insurance that we spoke about, we have to accept the coverage. With insurance, we sign up for a policy and pay the premiums. This constitutes the acceptance and the coverage begins effective. It, uh, I'm sorry, becomes effective.
Now, with the coverage of Christ, we only have to call upon the name of the Lord, confess our sins so that we may be forgiven and invite him in for the coverage to be accepted. And it instantly becomes effective and starts working over our lives. We must initiate the coverage by calling on the name of the Lord. Romans 10 and 13 tells us, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. The blood of Jesus does all the work of a spiritual insurance policy. It is an essential part of our lives and helps us by saving us from destruction, cleansing us from unrighteousness, and forgiving our sins, therefore making you and I acceptable to God. It also restores to us all that the devil has taken from us. It even replaces our old lives with a brand new life in Christ. This is what the coverage does for whosoever that will call upon the name of the Lord. This coverage also ensures us, you and I, for eternal life with God. And just like life insurance, we can cash it in even upon our deaths. The prophet Isaiah foretold of the coming of the Lord in Isaiah 9 and 6 when he said, Unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. And he told us how he would bear the iniquities and transgressions of mankind upon himself in order to free mankind and to restore us back to right standings with God. Isaiah went on to say in chapter 53 and verse 12 of our opening scripture, he said, He hath poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and bare the sin of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. How many know that Jesus is still making intercession on our behalf? Now, let's look at the many generations and the generations that it took for Christ to come down from heaven to be the sacrificial lamb of God. Now, the word generation means all persons born about the same time, but it also means the act of begetting. So we've learned from the word of God the word begat when we are told who begat whom. For example, the Bible tells us that Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and so forth. So in this example, we see a step in pedigree or the family line of ancestors and their descendants. Pedigree is another word uh, associated with generations. In pedigree, we can see our own family lines when we see our mother and father, their children, and in some cases, their children's children, which are their grandchildren. So this represents at least three generations in one family. A family can have as many as four or five living generations within their pedigree. And no matter how many generations or steps in pedigree that a family has, 
all are covered by the blood of Jesus and all must initiate and activate that coverage. In the book of Matthew, we learn that it took 42 generations before Christ was brought into the world. And we also know that Christ was born of the seed of David out of the tribe of Judah. So if we know anything about God's chosen people, then we must know that Judah the lion was one of the 12 tribes of Israel and all were born from the seed of Jacob, whom God later named Israel. These are the seeds of Abraham and Isaac that God said he would multiply as the stars of heaven and as the sands of the earth. Jesus lived here on earth for 33 years before, he, uh, before that sacrifice was made, but his purpose was already laid out for him while he was yet in heaven. In John chapter 6, verses 38 through 40, as Jesus spoke, he said, For I came down from heaven, not to do mine own will, but the will of him that sent me. And this is the Father's will which hath sent me, that of all which he hath given me, I should lose nothing, but should raise it up again at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on him may have everlasting life, and I will raise him up at the last day. Now, let's look at when the coverage was put in place for all of mankind. We can find the events in the four Gospels, but I want to look in particular at the Gospel of Matthew and a part of the Gospel of John. And in Matthew, at the Last Supper, Jesus said these words. He said, or the Word of God says, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave to his disciples and said, Take, eat. This is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. So we see in this scripture that the sacrifice was made because it was for the institution or the installation of the New Testament or the New Covenant that would uh, redeem and restore mankind back to God by the shedding of the blood of Jesus for the remission of our sins. And Jesus said in the book of Matthew, he said, all manner of sin shall be forgiven unto men. And God said in the book of Hebrews, he said, for I will be merciful to their unrighteousness and their sins and their iniquities will I remember no more. Now, we can see the actual coverage being put in place in the book of John in John chapter 19, verses 30 and number 34, as the word of God says. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Verse 34 says, um, but one of the soldiers with a spear pierced his side and forthwith came there out blood and water. 
Jesus was severely beaten before he ever made it to the cross. And this is what Isaiah spoke of when he said he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities. And just like the legs that were broken of the two that were crucified with Jesus and like the severe punishment that Jesus took for you and I, this is what you and I would have had to suffer if it had not been for the Lord taking our place on the cross. And this is what the sacrament of communion represents. It's what it's all about for you and I, that the body of Christ that was broken for us and the blood of Christ that was shed for us, the coverage that Christ put in place in order for you and I to have salvation. The resurrection of Christ is also the resurrection that you and I can receive when we are born again into the spirit of the Lord. Our old lives are crucified with Christ, and in our new lives, we are resurrected unto eternal life by the Spirit of the Lord. Jesus Christ gives us the right and the freedom to live a righteous and holy life so that we can be guaranteed and assured to have eternal life in heaven. And this is what 2,000 plus years of coverage has done for all of mankind and for all generations to come until the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus implemented the blessed assurance that we have, and it was all by the power of his blood. Thank you for listening in to this radio broadcast, and may God bless the rest of your day. The blood that Jesus shed for me. Way, way back on Calvary. It was the blood that dipped me straight. 
been listening to the Prophetic Sermon Broadcast with Minister Alvin Scales. To correspond or to support this broadcast, you can write to the Prophetic Sermon Ministries, Post Office Box 14895, Cincinnati, Ohio, 45250, or call Minister Scales at 513-406-8201. That's 513-406-8201. And tune in next week at this same time for the Prophetic Sermon Broadcast on 1320 AM WCVG, the voice of Cincinnati. The Prophetic Sermon Broadcast is sponsored by The Service Club for all your interior cleaning and painting needs. Call the Service Club at 513-406-8201, 513-406-8201, and ask for Alvin Scales. The Service Club is fully insured. The Service Club, a clean job from start to finish, 513-406-8201.